it feels bizarre to say this, but I had my first really significant bout of anxiety in a really long time last week, and I'm finally ready to process it. Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed clinician, mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. I am feeling so humbled and grateful in this moment. I am feeling that way because as I hopped on here today to talk about some pretty intense anxiety I was experiencing last week that I'm now finally ready to process, it occurred to me this is the first time I've had significant anxiety in a really long time. Like prior to this, can't even remember the last time that I felt this way. So I'm grateful, but I'm also humbled because the work that past Jacqueline had to put in to get to this point and the things that I continue doing day in and day out to maintain that work and effort, I'm so grateful for that. And I do not take it lightly. I know some of you are listening to this right now and you're still in the thick of it. You're in the struggle. The the gets worse before it gets better part of struggle, right? Where you're tearing it all down to build it back up. And I want to let you know that I honor you and I honor the season of life that you're in on this healing journey. And I see you. My progress on my own healing journey doesn't take away anything from yours but I I do hope that it inspires you and it encourages you and it fills you with this optimism that you can get there too it's not a destination but your life changes significantly when your mental health improves and so it's never this one day you just stop being anxious it just becomes less detrimental to your life. So wherever you're at in this journey, I want to just take a moment to honor that and let you know that I see you. And I've, I was probably there at one point too. And today is a bit of a celebration as I share about the anxiety that came from the past week of my life and how I was able to navigate through it. Ultimately, the anxiety I experienced over the past week was for a really great reason. We finally found out the sex of baby V. Oh, I can't believe it. I am just over 20 weeks pregnant, which means we are halfway there. And if y'all did not just start singing Bon Jovi, you gotta get on the same page as me like get on this level um we're so excited we had our full anatomy scan last friday and it was such a cool experience oh 
So we found out, most importantly, baby is healthy and growing away at the 64th percentile. But if you don't follow me on Instagram or Facebook, at The Anxious Therapist, then you don't know yet that we are having a baby boy. And despite the fact that I was convinced it was a girl, I could not be more thrilled. So with finding out the sex of the baby, we decided to do a reveal party. And about a month ago when we had our appointment scheduled, we started talking to our immediate families and invited them to celebrate with us. So my husband Derek and I found out the sex of the baby on Friday, and then we planned this really small, intimate um, barbecue gathering to shoot off confetti and let our family know the sex of the baby. Leading up to the weekend, I found myself feeling extremely anxious. Now, there were no panic attacks, and it was definitely different than the anxiety I've experienced in the past because it also came with a lot of excitement, but it was still really difficult. It was the first time in a long time that I found myself struggling to sleep at night. It was the first time in a long time that I found myself wondering if this was really a good idea. And I don't know about y'all, but I come from a blended family. So small, (laughs) intimate gatherings with those people is daunting, to say the least. Wondering what's going to happen, how everyone's going to get along, if someone's feelings are going to get hurt, if everyone's going to feel included and involved, if everyone's going to feel loved and appreciated. And as you know, I am a recovering people pleaser. And so putting on and a small event like this for the people who mean the absolute most to me in life and the people who I became people pleasers for, right? In my childhood, I, I became a people pleaser as to fill my role in our family, uh, a way to survive the chaos and whatnot that comes with being from a blended family at a young age. It was really challenging not to just adopt those old behaviors last week as the anxiety started to pick up, right? Oh my gosh, is everything going to go okay? Will they speak to each other? What's it going to be like? There's going to be like fewer than 15 people there, so they're going to have to interact. Will it be okay? For those of you who know my story, you know that... My parents (laughs) haven't always had the best relationship and it's been a huge source of stress in my life for the past 20 plus years. These are the most important people to me and it's like having a best friend who doesn't like your other best friend or who has issues with or turmoil with or a strained relationship with your other best friend. And then you want to put them all in a room together because you're like, these are my favorite people and I love you all equally and you're equally important to me. But I don't know what that dynamic between y'all is going to be like. Like y'all, you both love me, 
But what about you guys? And so because it's not a frequent occurrence that I ask these people to be in small rooms and spaces together and at celebrations together, I'm not used to it yet. And so last week I found myself just questioning, turning over and over what can I do? How do I make sure things go smoothly? How can I, you know, ensure no one's feelings get hurt, that everyone feels included, that everything kind of just goes smoothly and without a hitch? And it was in those moments, and this happened multiple times, where I'd get going down that rabbit hole of thinking, wondering what I can do, how do I control the situation? And I'd be a little ways into it before I'd realize wait a second. This isn't my responsibility. What is my responsibility? To show up and celebrate the sex of this baby with his or her grandparents, right? As Before I knew the sex, I'm like all week thinking, no matter what it is, we're all there for the same reason, to love on this baby. And they're all grown adults responsible for their own mental health and their own emotional well-being and their own boundaries and their own assertiveness and their own whatever. And that's not mine to take on. And so I kept having this inner dialogue with myself when I'd catch myself going down the rabbit hole again of trying to control it and just gently reminding myself, wait, that's not my responsibility. It feels like it is because I took on that role for so long. No one asked me to, but I adopted that at a young age. And I was so used to operating out of that place of making sure everyone else's needs were taken care of. And so I kept coming back to, what do I want the day to be? What am I in control of? I want it to be a day of joy and excitement. So how do I perpetuate that? How do I take care of myself? Right? What expectations or boundaries do I need to set? And when I started operating from that, it gave me a true sense of control. Not this perceived idea or notion that if I controlled everyone else, I'd be in control, but actual sense of control because I was able to just focus on me and what I needed to do to enjoy this amazing moment with my family. And so I didn't sleep much last week and I kept finding myself being a ball of anxiety. But the one thing I was able to do was walk myself through it. All of the healing work I've put in has allowed me to look at situations like this for what they are not what I perceive them to be. In childhood, situations between my parents were tense and uncomfortable. And so I would try to appease everyone to make the situation better. That's no longer my role. I am not taking on the burden of anybody else's emotions anymore in my life. As grown adults... I kept reminding myself, we are coming together to celebrate this event. And my only responsibility is to be present 
and enjoy the moment for what it is. Period. I don't need to entertain people. I don't need to make sure everyone else is taken care of. That's their responsibility as individual grown-ups. And what a liberating thought that was. And guess what? Saturday was the time of our lives. Getting to pop off those streamers, having everyone in one video to show the world, right? Here's what baby V is. This is the sex of the baby. And here is his uncle, his aunt, and his grandparents all celebrating him with his parents. Fucking coolest shit ever. And I wouldn't have been able to enjoy it if I weren't able to walk myself through these kinds of conversations. So maybe you don't come from a blended family and this message doesn't resonate with that aspect. But you have a job and you have friends and you have significant relationships in your life that you constantly try to monitor and micromanage in an effort to control situations. But that perception of control is flawed and inaccurate. And I need you to start releasing control over other people's emotions and behaviors and focusing back on you. Turn the focus around. What do I want to get out of this situation, right? If it's a stressful work meeting and you're dreading it tomorrow and you can't sleep tonight and you're this ball of stress and anxiety, rather than thinking about how can I, you know, make sure my boss is in a good mood, I'll walk in with Starbucks, I'll make sure I bring donuts to work tomorrow, or I'll stop by their office and see how they're doing before we go into this meeting, Or how can I make sure that I'm in a good headspace to be assertive during this meeting, to advocate for myself, to stand up for what I believe in, to get my point across? Rather than trying to regulate everyone around you, why not focus inward on regulating yourself instead? Whoa, was that last thought not so empowering? Doesn't it feel good to think about what if I stop trying to control everyone and everything around me and worry more about me, the thing that I can actually control? Brilliant, right? I don't expect you to be able to implement this right away, We're just planting a seed today. This idea that someday you might be able to relinquish your perceived control over other people and worry about your damn self. It's liberating. I hope you guys love this episode. I hope you're so excited to know that baby V is a boy and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.